0: I'm ready to go. Ready to go, ready to go, ready to answer another cue. Ready to go, ready to go, give me another cue.
1: Excellent. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today?
0: Bright and shiny.
1: Wow. You are a little shiny now that you mention it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, am I?
1: Yeah, I don't know what. You've got a sheen about you.
0: Well, I haven't showered in three days. <laughs> Does that count as a sheen?
1: Is it your naturally occurring oils? Yeah, I've
0: got a lot of naturally occurring oils and uh, and flakes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the bright part. <laughs>
0: I, I I think you confused crust with sheen.
1: Well, with your flakes and your oils, yes. I think maybe you can bring some um i'm trying to tie this into answering questions some eczema
0: (laughs) contact dermatitis i
1: I think this is maybe a little too graphic tmi we're trying to answer other people's problems not yours yes
0: you're right you're right this is a problem i can deal with on my own time
1: yes so do you want to get to our shandy's questions let's do that which are as always excellent
0: Mm -hmm. the best the best part of Shandy's questions
1: is answering them in a Q and A. That was nice, <laughs> low bar. This first question is from Danielle. Hmm. Hi, Shandy. First off, I love you guys, and I love listening to you guys talk. Is that a weird thing to say? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I no, like listening not weird. to certain voices.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, ASMR. Are we a- ASMR?
1: Some people say they find it soothing to listen to us, so maybe we maybe we are ASMR. Do you want do you want to be all soothing with our question today?
0: Well, if we were going to be soothing, I think we should just do it the way we normally do it. <laughs> Why are we doing it this way?
1: I think you're right. So okay. I'm just going to go back to my normal voice. <laughs> Don't make people tune out. The episode <laughs> just started. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what you need to do is this.
0: Oh, was that ASMR? Yeah.
1: Ooh,
0: what about if my beer, I just rub my beer like. Does it do anything?
1: Probably. We'll find out after. Can you hear that? (laughs) Are you getting rid of some of those flakes? Oh,
0: I think I did. Oops. (laughs) Get rid of that.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. Wow, we're in a mood today.
0: Yeah. Hi, Shandy. Hi, Shandy. From Danielle. Yes. Hi, Shandy. Yes. Let's go.
1: Anyways, Mm -hmm. I was wondering if this behavior is an automatic red flag and a no second date situation. I, 27 female, went on a hinge date with S, 31 male, and we both live in Chicago. We got drinks at this upscale food court two minutes away from his place. I was already a bit peeved that he didn't ask where I live so we can meet somewhere in the middle instead of me going to him, but that's besides the point. We actually had a really nice time. Conversation flowed well and the banter was super fun. After one drink, he invited me back to his place for another, but I declined. When I got home, I sent him a message thanking him for paying for my drink, said I had a really nice time and can't wait to see him again. We already talked about a second date before we left. He responded with, Honestly, I was not planning to pay for your drink since I don't really know you like that. Would appreciate if you Venmo me $17 for your drink. The total was about $35 for two. Oh, dear. This is weird, right? Should I pay him back and or give him another chance? Would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you, Danielle. (laughs)
0: Look, I I, I gotta say uh, this guy... I let this me, guy.
1: I let me just say, never would I be so keen to give someone seventeen dollars than to pay this guy his seventeen dollars.
0: Yes, what you were doing is paying for the ease of breakup.
1: And uh, I know there's going to be someone that's like, men shouldn't be expected to pay for of everything. Course. We're not talking a $100 yeah, dinner. He
0: didn't buy her a Maserati.
1: No, but all oh, even dinner. You know, I understand why men don't want every first date to be dinner sure. and drinks, because that adds up real fast, sure, especially in a Dutch. city like Chicago. Go
0: Dutch. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, but I get the it. fact that
1: it was like... I don't know. To me, I'm getting a vibe that he wanted her to come back to his place, and because she didn't, he was like, uh.
0: I also am getting that vibe, and I'm getting that vibe to give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: He's tight on cash. I think go on a coffee walk.
0: Go for a walk. There's nothing funny about not having money, but that's not an excuse for this situation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. He agreed to go get a drink. When you go get a drink... With a Which woman, he paid for. I and you're a I man. Know.
1: I know there's going to be you people pay who for disagree the drink. with us on this. There's going to be people who disagree with us on
0: if this. If, if, if this girl, Danielle, dropped her credit card on the table and said, oh, no, I insist. I insist. And he was like, oh, no, no. And she's like, no, I insist. And he's like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. That's fine. But the fact that he went home and the, one of the first things he thought about was, I got to get my money for half of that drink.
1: Well, for, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what gets me because I know there are guys who see it this way. We can't pretend they don't exist. The guys that see it transactionally, it's like, well, I'm hoping to get something out of this. You're telling me if she went back to his place, had another drink at his place and stayed the night, he would still be trying to cash in on his $17. It would he be wouldn't. one of the most
0: amazing moves of all time. But yes, I agree. He would not be doing that. He would
1: not be doing that. Okay. Although there,
0: were, there is a medal somewhere for that behavior. Now, I, I stand by this, and I don't care how many people come at us. A man mm. taking a woman out for a drink must pay for said drink unless forced not to pay.
1: It would be one thing if she offered in the moment and he accepted the fact that she said, thank you for the, she was being, I think, polite. She was like, she went out of her way. A lot of people are so entitled that they don't even say thank you. Yes, You know, I, I appreciate that. She was like, thank you so much for the drink. And he was like, well, actually you misunderstood. That's what I don't like is the vibe of like, you got this wrong. I don't see you that way. You owe me. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. There are going to be people who are like, we live in an equal world, no. a, a man shouldn't have to pay for the date. If I get, if this were a $100 dinner, I would feel a little more open-minded, but Danielle, it's weak. up to you. If you think the banter was so once in a lifetime, but to me, I'm like, ugh, I wouldn't go on a second date with this guy.
0: This is, look, this is what she Cause can You do.
1: know what it shows is an element of keeping score. To I you.
0: agree. And I also say this, look, there's there's certain assumed responsibilities of mm. the sexes mm. in modern society. Mm. And I refuse to believe it. I'm, I'm putting myself, I'm, I'm looking at my feminine side. I'm trying to really like put myself in her shoes. Yeah. I get that text. I'm never having sex with that guy ever. I'm never, there's nothing, there will never be a sexy moment ever again. How can I, every time I start Thinking of getting turned on, <laughs> I'm gonna think of that time he asked me for $17,
1: $17 from
0: for the first a first date. For a first date that went well.
1: Yeah. I would Apparently feel her ashamed company. that yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm i sure some of you will come at us for this answer. I know it. I'm being a traditionalist. Yeah, but the right people
0: now. who come at us will be the, the, the small, tiny minority. The people that don't come at us are the type of people that wouldn't come at anyone. Who are the type of people who would think (laughs) this is absurd. You follow?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, Danielle, it's up to you. If you think it's a once in a lifetime connection, sure. But I don't think he should be rewarded for that.
0: I would also say this. Pay. Give him the money.
1: Give him the money. Oh. 100% 100% give him the $17. Give
0: him the money.
1: Yes, 100%. And
0: that will be the last thing you ever give to him unless he comes to you with something tremendous. Which he won't. Tremendous. This guy won't. Redeeming, fantastic, magical. Oh, we're
1: actually sorry, we should be wrapping, but we're skimming over the fact that he chose a place close to his apartment. I think he was looking for a quick hookup. Ah,
0: great point. Great yeah. point.
1: This guy wanted to just hook up. He didn't see a future with her. So this
0: is a spite Venmo. This isn't. A, <laughs> he doesn't even need the money. He's It is pure spite. I think you're right.
1: Well, I'll put it this way. I remember from my dating days, I always noticed when a guy did this. When he didn't, like he might have known where I lived or didn't even ask, but he selected a restaurant without consulting about where I live, what the distance was, and picked a restaurant conveniently within a 5 block radius of his apartment yeah. and then would always invite me up after and i w- remember being like did it even occur to you that it took me 40 minutes to get here and you just strolled down the street like it just it it is a bad starting point in my opinion and it speaks to what his intentions are and even if his intentions aren't just a hookup it speaks to a lack of consideration a lack of like a degree of chivalry and i know
0: i couldn't you could be like
1: oh chivalry that's so old-fashioned but just like I would do that with a girlfriend. I would do that with a platonic friend. Let's I, meet at a place that's equidistant.
0: You are 100% right. And I from firsthand experience, I can say that there have been a very small handful of times in my <laughs> dating life where I saw a woman as a, I just wanna, I want to, I wanted to have sex up? with her. Yes. And those times, even those times, most of the time I was fairly chivalrous about the, the meeting place. But yeah. sometimes I'd be like, you know what, I, I, you know, I'll pay for everything, but I'm going to make it pretty close to my apartment. And I felt bad about it. I felt bad. I actually like kind of like went out of my way to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you make it? Like, is it okay? Like, uh, you know, That's, uh, by is the that way. too far? No, you're
1: making a good point. He made her come to his turf and then wants her to pay for her drink. What about what it costs for her to get there? Yeah.
0: Maybe she Ubered there. She probably did Uber yeah. there. She most well, and likely t- Ubered. time
1: not money? Oh, oh my God. You know <laughs> okay. what he
0: just did? He accepted $17. Mm-hmm. For never having the chance of having sex with this girl for the rest of his life. (laughs) That's his price for never having sex with her.
1: Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Something tells me it's not the first time this guy has invited girls to the same upscale food court, food whatever.
0: Upscale food court. And then invited
1: her back to his place for wine that he had at his place or whatever. And in hopes of undressing her. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to cast like doubt on men everywhere, but Danielle... mm, Okay, I think we can move on.
0: <sighs> yes.
1: Good luck, Danielle. I don't think you need it. And hopefully onwards and upwards.
0: $17 well spent.
1: Yes. All right. This next question is from Eva. Hmm. Hello, Charlene and Andy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. I love your podcast and watch it often. I enjoy very much how eloquent and insightful you are in your oh. observations. Mm-hmm. So I felt like you might be able to give me some insight into an issue that has been troubling me. Thank you, Eva. Yeah, thank you. And I hope I'm pronouncing your name right because it's spelled a little differently. So my apologies if so. I will be 34 in August and three months ago I started dating a guy who I believe is the love of my life. We were dancing around the topic of dating for many years as we were friends and both were hesitant if the other person was interested. Things finally blossomed three months ago and we talked for seven hours, admitting how we felt about each other and it has been amazing ever since. We established pretty quickly that we are indeed together in a serious relationship right away, perhaps because we already knew so much about each other and were friends prior. He also said he loved me not long after the beginning and that he wants to make me family in the future. That's nicely put. Very nice. I was shocked by how those statements didn't scare me at all, as I felt exactly the same way. He was the first person I actually saw myself having a future with. I felt so sure from the beginning that this felt right. I still do. With each day I get to know him, I realize he is better than I thought and that I love him more than the day before. He is very good at communicating his feelings to me too and telling me he can't wait to spend the rest of his life with me. He has already introduced me to his close friends and so have I. He also introduced me to his parents and we went to dinner after a concert about one and a half months in. This past weekend, he invited me to his parents' lake house so this was the first time I got to spend 48 hours with his family. I'm sure you're wondering not what's a wrong. And minute more. <laughs> <laughs> They were extremely nice and welcoming and I had a wonderful time. However, I have no idea if they like me or not. There were some things that I felt weird about and I wasn't sure if I should read more into it. Mm -hmm. The first night we all went out to a Mexican restaurant they all like to attend when they go to the lake house. And while talking to me, his mother asked me some critical questions such as how is my visa process going? How long do I plan to be at the job I am at, etc. I thought she knew all of those things already. However, she still asked. I don't blame her. So I'm Honestly, those were not necessarily what threw me off. A friend of the family showed up and she introduced me as Kyle's friend, Eva. Uh Friend. I told Kyle a few minutes later about that and he told me she probably didn't want to overstep and that he doesn't think she meant anything by it hmm she literally wrote hmm Uh. the second day we had a very nice day going around many places in the area and we finished the day at their place having a nice dinner and drinks and both parents were really nice and warm his dad even said welcome to the family before making a joke about my boyfriend i felt much better that day and in the end they both gave me a hug and i thought oh this is going well We were supposed to leave the next day. We had breakfast and had some alone time and then went out to say goodbye to his parents before we all headed home. His parents seemed a lot less personable than the night before. There were no hugs and they were cordial, but not too personal. I thanked them for having me and everything and they didn't react much to that, but just asked if I had a good time. That same evening, my boyfriend had dinner with them after I left town. I am 100% sure that they must have talked about me, but he didn't mention anything about it and just FaceTimed me after and we had our usual video chat. He is usually quick to tell me if his friends liked me. I wonder if his parents said something negative and he is saving my feelings." I guess my question is, what would your advice be as to building a good relationship with the parents of someone special? Is it too early for me to worry about it? Or do you see any signs that I should be worried? I feel so strongly that my boyfriend is the right person with no doubt whatsoever that I really want to build a good relationship, not only with him, but with his family. So I wondered what your advice might be. I apologize for not being the best storyteller. I hope to hear back from you, Eva. Okay. Uh... I think we, I I know how I feel about this.
0: I think Eva's an overthinker.
1: Yes. Mmm. Mm. In the words of Eva, mmm, mm. I agree with you. Mm. Eva... I didn't get anything weird from that. Also,
0: that's a totally normal thing to say because there's no, it's not defined yet. They're not engaged. They're not living together. Yeah. They're not married. Yeah. So it's a friend.
1: Yeah. And plus, they isn't were that friends. what it is? A
0: girl friend? Yeah. A and boy they were friend? friends
1: for years before they got together. No.
0: Fr- that was pff, nothing.
1: Yeah. That was a blip. Yeah. The other one was her asking her lots of questions about her visa and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should necessarily assume that. His mother knows those sort of yeah. logistical details of your life. Guys honestly. don't tell
0: people anything.
1: <laughs> Nothing.
0: We don't talk about anything.
1: I mean, it's possible she did know when she was just making conversation yeah. and asking you questions about yourself, which I think is I'm thoughtful. Nervous.
0: If I'm meeting our um, child's,
1: Are we having a daughter? A lot of conditionals
0: there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I also would be nervous. People don't realize that. Like, like when you're meeting someone's parents, yeah, you're really nervous for the first time. Yeah. But you don't think about the fact that they're also probably nervous. Yeah,
1: they're just trying to make conversation yeah, too. They're they want to, to make it easy. They want to make it easy for you, most likely, unless they have some issue. Yeah. But in this case, I actually thought the questions the mother was asking her was her trying to make conversation. Absolutely. Which is nice. My mother would ask you way more pointed questions. Oh, she did ask oh, you way more yeah. pointed she questions. She came at me
0: hard. Yeah. Came at me, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Okay, what else was there? Oh, just she felt that they weren't as warm that last day. They could have been distracted. Maybe they just got bad news.
0: Come on, you can't analyze a hug progression. Come on, it's too much. Too much. Stop thinking. With
1: love. Shandy is telling you, you're overthinking this. Big time. And I would think more just in terms of, instead of wondering so much about how other people like you, you can also look at it like, did you like his family? Because yeah, this yeah, is a decision yeah. for you too. Through. You know, you want to build a life with him. How great would it be if you got along with them well? Did you feel like you got along with them well? Instead of looking at it all through the lens of, did they like me?
0: Absolutely.
1: And same with his other friends. She's like, he's always quick to tell me if his friends liked me. Did you like his friends? Because yeah. his friends are a reflection of him, who he chooses to spend yeah, his you're time with. you not
0: just people pleasing. You yeah. have to also enjoy what's, what you're dealing with. That being said, you know there was a second part of her question. What should she do to, you know, help her relationship with her? You I don't know, think she has to do to, any more than she's doing. All you it have like- to do is be your lovely self. Oh, yeah. That's it. Be cordial. Be nice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call and be like, "Hey, just yeah. want to check in, make sure you're doing okay." It no, sounds like she's you're making an, an
1: effort. And that's plenty. Plenty. If you are indeed going to spend the rest of your life with him, you have plenty of time. Yeah. You <laughs> Trust slow, me.
0: slow down. Yeah. Foster the relationship with the guy. Yes. Without worrying about the interpersonal nuances and hug progressions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The hug progression. <laughs> Hashtag hug progression. Hug progression. Eva, I think you got this hmm. And I and honestly, I imagine probably even since she's written this email, she's heard something or been told yeah, something yeah. that put her mind at ease. But for a bigger picture answer, I would implore you to not need that as much. Yeah. Why does it matter so much if your boyfriend immediately reported back how much his parents adored you? Yeah. You know, of course, it'd be like, oh, that went well. I understand you want their approval, but you're assessing the situation, too.
0: And also, he's the final decision maker. Mm. It's not his parents. That's true. So if his parents, maybe they did have some issues. Who knows? Who cares? Maybe every parent's have issues at some point. that's true. Maybe they're like, oh, we're a little worried about this, worried about that. Let him sort that. Mm -hmm. It's his opinion that matters. Yeah. Him, not them.
1: Yep. All right, Eva. Good luck, though you definitely don't need it, in my opinion. No,
0: get those hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Nice now, say.
1: All right, this next question is from Esther. Dear Shandy, first congratulations to Charlene on becoming the host for Bachelor in Paradise Canada. heart oh Thank you, Esther. I have followed you since you appeared on The Bachelor, and you have been my favorite. Also, slightly biased because my nickname growing up was Pandita, little or baby panda in Spanish, and your blog's name is All the Pretty Pandas, smiley face. Thank you, Esther. Nice. My name is Esther. I am a social impact designer, age 32 east asian and have lived in oakland in the bay area california for the last nine years this is a complex topic to navigate but i think it is something non-white women living in predominantly white societies often face are we being fetishized and objectified or does the person pursuing us have a preference attraction towards a particular ethnicity and race Asian female and white male partnerships in the California Bay Area are very common. I have had insecurities around this because when I date someone who is not Asian, that almost exclusively has dated Asian women since moving to the Bay Area, I feel like I am being first noticed and pursued because of my race slash ethnicity. Then I hate how I feel when other Asian women are around. I feel like the white dude is constantly checking Asian women out." I started seeing a white man in his 30s a month ago, and everything has been excellent. I find him attractive mentally and physically. We also share the same values and are very committed to mental health. He makes me feel comfortable, and I can tell the feelings are mutual because he doesn't play games and is very intentional. But... Yesterday, I asked him about his dating history because I wanted to know if the majority of people he has dated are Asian, since this has been a source of conflict in prior relationships. He was honest and shared that since the first Asian woman he dated seven years ago, since then, all his serious relationships have been with Asian women. I immediately shut down. He said in between serious relationships, he did date a spectrum of women, black, Latina, and white, but that the people he ended up in committed relationships with were all Eastern Asians. I don't know what to do, and if this is something I can get over. I have felt objectified before. Even if the men I dated honestly cared and liked me, I have struggled with this issue, making me feel insecure slash jealous. Thank you both, and I hope you have a great week. Warmly, Esther. Hmm. Mm.
0: Hmm. Well, we know some people like this. Yeah, we Just do. Just a few.
1: I mean, I have a couple of exes. You do? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you you planted the seed.
1: Yeah. When she said that since his first relationship with an Asian woman seven years ago or whatever, they've all been Asian. I feel like I've been that girl for like two exes. Yeah. Okay. I a, As she said, this is a delicate topic. This is delicate. And I don't want to shy away from delicate I am topics. not going to be shy. Yeah. I'm going to
0: tell it like it is. Yeah. And I think I know what it is. If he's willing to commit to a real relationship with uh, emotions and 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 responsibilities and compromise and a future and a mm-hmm. family, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is this like literally if, if we're talking about East Asian here, I'm I'm just going to assume, let's make it simple. We're talking about East Asian. Mm-hmm. This is the Asian fetish. Yeah. And they're like, of- the, you include all of Asia. We're talking like ha- more than half the population of earth. Yeah. So then it that's becomes true, absurd. That's true. But we're talking about just East Asian alone. It's like 25% of the population of planet earth. So it's like saying, it's not like saying, you know, like, Oh, that guy, he's so basic. All he eats is pizza and hamburgers. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's like saying like, Oh, I prefer impressionist painting. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean when I go to the museum, I sh- I don't even look at the postmodern stuff or the sculpture. I just... That is what I like. Mm-hmm. And what that's what I'm drawn to. that's a huge chunk of art. Yeah. That's what I like. There's nothing wrong with it. He likes Asian women. Yeah. This... Anyone. Whoever this person is. They yeah. like Asian women. There is nothing wrong with that. Asian women take up a large percentage of the women
1: on earth. Yeah. And they're also... Uh- You know, they're. I think they're attractive.
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean, I yeah. yeah,
1: All I'm okay. You got a good
0: customer right here.
1: This is (laughs) this is going to be delicate. I can see people getting offended, no matter what take we have on this. The key part to me, Esther, is that you feel respected in this relationship. If it felt like you were just some trophy. Just some sort of arm candy to satisfy or satiate this weird fetish he has. I don't know if you would feel so connected to him mentally and physically and that you share the same values committed to mental health. He makes you feel comfortable. He doesn't play games. He's very intentional. Like, those are, I think, stronger indicators...
0: All she she, she should be focused on.
1: Yeah, of how he views you as a human being that he's also attracted to than the fact that he's predominantly... And not exclusively, by the way, but yeah, predominantly dating as well. Asian women.
0: He's, yeah, I mean, not that it's a necessarily a bad thing that he only dates Asian women, as long as he treats them all well and, and sees there being a future with them. Yeah. The fact that he dated other ethnicities also, you know, if, she, if it makes her feel more comfortable, then there you go. That's more evidence that he's not just a completely fetishizing Asian women.
1: Yeah. I Esther, I feel for you because I do think that just even the awareness that this as a fetish exists is you know, it's it can develop into a hang up. I can sure. see that. Like you want to be seen for you and not first for your ethnicity. So I get that. But I will use my ex, my lovely ex, who mm-hmm. I use in so many anecdotes. delightful gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, delightful. he is a delightful gentleman. Delightful. Ever since I dated him many, 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 many moons ago, he, all of his serious relationships have been with Asian women. Does that mean that automatically he's only seeking them out because of that and he would not be interested in someone he was also attracted to just because she wasn't Asian? I don't think so. Most importantly, each of the girlfriends he's had since, he truly adored and loved for their personalities and for whatever they brought to the table. It's his physical type. And I don't think that needs to be automatically seen through a negative lens for me i'm getting a sense of i don't want to go in this direction because i hear you and i think you're right in a sense there are many many men out there who do fetishize asian women we know that this exists but in your experience with this guy you were totally peachy keen about him until you heard that he's mostly dated Asian women, which makes me think that this might be a little more about you, especially since you admit that in your past relationships, this has been a sore spot that yeah. you have a hard time getting over, which makes me think that there is some kind of insecurity that you harbor that, it, that you immediately go to a place of jealousy when you feel that there are other I, Asian women I was going
0: to say that. I'm glad, I'm glad you took the helm.
1: I mean, I feel like I'm a little more uniquely yeah. qualified yeah. to do that. I mean,
0: very relieved.
1: <laughs> I feel like eggshell, eggshell, <laughs> yeah. eggshell, yeah. eggshell.
0: Just going to sit back and watch.
1: <laughs> so it could just be that he is attracted to Asian women. I mean, the whole thing about us all being, all these interracial relationships becoming normalized, which is fantastic because that was not the case when I was growing up, right. is that people are going to, think outside the box. Think of, think outside what they look like as being automatically attractive. How beautiful a thing is that? That... I find something different from me beautiful. That's what I find more beautiful. I'm interested in your culture. Is he interested to know about where you come from, like what and, your uh, heritage is?
0: Yeah, this is, a, this is a win-win.
1: I think that you should know what you've got going for you and be proud of it and be confident in it and be like, yeah, damn straight you're into this.
0: And let me tell you something. I'm going to say something else here. I My eyes were up, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, my eyes were opened. If we broke up, I also <laughs> would only date Asians. Oh my God. I, I feel like
1: it. our grave is now. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, just I just deep. Patted, it just deep. I put
0: some flowers on it.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're clearly easygoing talking about this stuff, but I mm. also want to tackle this topic because I think that. You know, when our first episode came out and you said that I wasn't your type, people were like,
0: <gasps> "Yeah, I'm a racist.
1: Yeah. It would, it, why is that what it means? That doesn't. People I, are attracted never- to what they're attracted to. You know, one of the wisest things a girlfriend told me when we embarked on this podcast and I was dealing with criticism and uh, people were offended by everything we said. She was like, what everyone pretends doesn't exist is the fact that dating and attraction are inherently offensive. Yeah. Not everyone is going to find everyone attractive. There are different degrees. And this is, of course, based on what we as a society deem as attractive, which, by the way, is different from what people thought were attractive 200 years ago.
0: It's bullshit. Yes. Everyone assumes like there's this assumption that like, oh, we're only going for their souls and mm-hmm. how good a person they are. The fact of the matter is, most people lean more towards Shallow howl before the spell was cast on him. Most it's, people.
1: It's true. It's yeah. true. Apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow deemed that the most... Like, the worst movie she ever did. Like, she really regretted. It was so offensive. It was terrible. You
0: could never make that movie. No.
1: Now. Oh, my God. Never. And how she was like, oh, and I, and I wore... I don't even know if I can call it a fat suit because then it was called a fat suit, but now I've probably got some other name for it. But she wore the suit and went out in public and was like, oh, I was treated so differently. It's like, yeah, boo hoo. Uh, yeah, Paltrow. right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the point being She got us
0: back with goop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did get us back good. Well, do you think we've sufficiently dug? Our grave as deep as we can dig. Just dig. Wait, as deep as we can dig it?
0: <laughs> the, the, the grave's been dug deep. Dug deep, the, dug the, the, deep the real deep. Grave's done been dug deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Esther, I wouldn't automatically view this as a negative thing as long as you feel respected and appreciated, which I feel like you're getting from this relationship and the fact that you felt great about it. Until you found out this one detail, I don't think should undo what's otherwise a lovely partnership. It's ridiculous. Thus far this is such a tricky one. Have you ever read the book Stuff White People Like? No. Another offensive thing that no. probably couldn't be made today, but I think number four or eight or it was in top ten was Asian women.
0: Oh, yeah. And well, maybe Asian women are the best.
1: <laughs> Have we talked
0: about this? I mean, Have we broached the topic yet? <laughs>
1: We actually haven't managed to dig that hole yet. <laughs> I'm,
0: I, we've the grave is dug. Now I'm Let's digging sideways. I'm going. I'm digging a plot for Maybe there's a sibling or a <laughs> wife or a husband that needs to be buried next. And I'm yeah. digging that now. Yeah. And I'm going to say that maybe, just maybe, Asian women are simply the best.
1: Biased husband over here. I think there's a difference between a preference and a fetish. I like it when people are into what I have going on inherently. It's all we have.
0: All I have is me. All you have is you. If someone likes that more than other things, is good.
1: I mean, have you not felt that when you've dated people that the girls who were into you were into your, me- your look? I had never dated a Jewish guy, but actually you are physically similar to several guys I've dated.
0: You like me? <laughs> I like you.
1: <laughs> it's so tough. Fetishization of Asians exists. It does.
0: Absolutely. But
1: that doesn't automatically mean that a guy who mostly dates Asian women and has long-term relationships with them as she said is therefore fetishizing Asian women. It's
0: actually doing disrespect to the word fetish. This is <laughs> not a fetish. If this is your, if you're fetishing Asian women by having serious relationships with them, fetishing? you're getting fetish all wrong. <laughs> yes, I've now made it An active verb. Dating a woman and having a serious relationship, moving in together, talking about marriage and kids, that is not a fetish.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think we've answered this one to the best of our ability, knowing that it's a delicate one and we're probably going to get shit for it. (laughs) I'm trying to care less. This is is me almost at the two-year mark of podcasting trying to care less.
0: It's the cost of truth. (laughs) Truth comes with a cost.
1: I do think what we've said here is true. All right, Esther, good luck, though I don't think you need it.
0: No, no luck needed.
1: No luck needed. Just, you know, maybe do a little reflecting mm-hmm. on why it bothers you so much as long as, again, you feel respected. I agree. Okay. Good luck. Oh, I keep saying good luck. You don't, you need, don't luck. need luck. Bye. No luck here. Just bye. 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 We're yeah. moving on. See ya. <laughs> All right, this next question is from K.
0: K the letter or K the name?
1: It's K-A-Y. Every Every kiss kiss begins begins
0: with K. K. Wow, that was terrible. Let's do that again. Oh Wait, where are you starting? Every kiss begins with K. Okay. Every Every kiss kiss begins begins with K. K.
1: K. Very nice. Oh, and that's us undoing you having said it was every gift begins with. Oh, there's a reason
0: why i kept saying it.
1: oh that's a callback
0: yeah, yeah i screwed that up real bad
1: <laughs> hi charlene and andy i love listening to your podcast insights so i thought i'd write in to get advice from fellow overthinkers mm. i am a 31 year old female from ontario canada i recently started seeing a 30 year old male that i matched with on bumble This has been an exciting time as I haven't met someone that I've gone out with more than a date or two and felt a connection with in several years. We have communicated consistently for two weeks and have met in person four times, which have all gone really well, but we are not exclusive. The chemistry between us is definitely there. We have fooled around, but I have stopped things from getting to full penetration.
0: (laughs) Full (laughs) penetration! (laughs) Part two. (laughs) This time it's
1: deep. I explained to him that I recently got off birth control as I had been on it for a decade and was not seeing anyone at the time. This has been all within the last month of us matching. I should also note I am willing to go back on the pill if I feel this guy is worth it. So I brought up what his thoughts on condoms were as they are important to me that both of us take steps to be protected. He basically just said I don't like them. It doesn't feel the same. (laughs) Which is totally reasonable and something I understand that I can't understand fully being a female. But I feel discouraged that there was no attempt at compromise or further discussion on his end. This has been something I've brought up in past relationships and have usually got some version of this answer, which I've always viewed as a deal breaker. My question is, is the view of both partners taking part in protecting against pregnancy reasonable to expect in a new relationship? Is it worth sticking around to see what happens since there is a strong initial connection? Looking forward to hearing both of your thoughts. K. Well, uh, well, I'm going
0: to... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyone
1: listening, not watching, I'm throwing my iPad across the room.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you're throwing it into his face, right? (laughs)
1: Come on. Look, look, I'm
0: going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to
1: grow up. I'm, oh, it isn't feeling as good. I'm going to
0: try. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to try no, to give no. him the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. But at the same time, he's, he should be vilified. I agree. A condom
1: doesn't feel as good. I get it.
0: it no, I've, I've, I've thought about this many hours.
1: Uh, many hours. <laughs> if
0: sex without a condom is a 10, which mm-hmm. by the way, it, it this isn't rarely a 10, let's be honest. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. I would say the average sex I've had on a scale from one to 10, the average, not with you, with you, it's always a 10, 10.5, <laughs> 10. Is, is like a six at best. Yeah, sex isn't always good. People think, like, I mean, oh, is that, uh, even the novelty, if it's a new girl, it doesn't matter. Sex is always, it, it's often around a six. You know, it's the funny, rare times women that it's women would excellent. say a
1: similar answer, except oh, I think say women lower. would say it's like a
0: three. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with me, <laughs> but I uh, get okay, self deprecation. Okay, so my point here is is that sex, assuming sex is a ten, mm-hmm. condom sex. Is an eight. It's full two points lower. Okay. So it's a meaningful difference. I just want to get that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, we all to, to, know that. Yeah. Okay. But that's, but you know that's what's the also, number.
1: You know what takes your quality of life down two notches is being on a pill that affects your hormones, and you have to oh, remember to you, take you didn't each let me day, finish. and it affects let, your period, and all the other things. You
0: did not let me finish. Okay. I was just that was the one kernel of benefit yeah. of the doubt I'm yeah, giving yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. The rest is all slamming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let so, the slamming let the, begin. Yes, commence.
0: <laughs> so number one, yes, women bear 95% of the burden usually yes. of birth control. Yeah. Whether it be through the pill or-
1: IUD. IUD or- Maybe you know, aftermath, the issues, yeah. all sorts of things. We yeah. all know what they are.
0: Right. Or thinking negative thoughts about what's inside. Just be like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Is <laughs> that <laughs> not a form of birth control. <laughs> I've been missing if only, form. if only. Okay, so that's what they taught me in fourth grade. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was the 80s. My point is, is that how dare he, having met up four times with a woman, not even having had sex yet, to start laying down the no, I'm not touching condoms speech. Are
1: you on your high horse right now? I'm on my high horse. Okay, but is this something that you yourself have been like? Okay, actually, you know, I'll speak Look, for you. I'm the
0: pull-out master. No one pulls out better than me. <laughs> I know, no one's ever done just, it better. So
1: to me, she talked about pregnancy, but to me, disease is just as big an issue to discuss When we here.
0: started dating, we both said, we're not having sex until yeah. we both get tested. Mm-hmm. We got tested. Yeah, when we
1: met, this is actually true. So we met, I mean, we rarely tell such personal stories. This,
0: this, this is good BTS. I mean, BTS. this may be the last, the <laughs> BTS, our relationship. <sighs> So, Brace
1: yourselves.
0: This is embarrassing. <laughs> really
1: interesting information. No, I'm, I'm embarrassed.
0: I'm ashamed. But the point is, is we've never spoken about this. But yeah, I insisted, and you.
1: No, I insisted.
0: No, I insisted first. I insisted first. I, I did because well,
1: you weren't sure about yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's. I don't know if I want to take that now. I, yeah. I okay. No, maybe you insisted. We
1: both insisted. You insisted, but
0: you were sleeping around so much <laughs> that that I was worried. No. I insisted, I insisted that we both get tested yes. before we have sex, because I knew that this was something that I Serious. really wanted to treat sac- with, with with a sacred mm-hmm. importitude. <laughs>
1: nice. <Yeah>. You got <laughs> I, there. I got
0: all the words today. Yeah. But we did. Yeah. And then we had <laughs> the sex. Yeah. And
1: bearing in mind, I was on an IUD. So I ha- already was taking the equivalent of her taking the pill. So our issue was infection. Like, I, I just didn't want to get anything.
0: I didn't want to give you anything. Yeah. That would, it would destroy me. And it so, was a terrible way to start a relationship. But that being said, if I didn't know that this was something, like we had established, like we were in this, mm-hmm. like this is a thing, I would have never brought up we should have sex with no condoms. Mm.
1: I don't think it's too much to ask that you require the person you're sleeping with to wear a condom if you are not exclusive if he there's a potential for him to be sleeping with other people and she made a point of saying that he is they are not exclusive it's ridiculous he can wear a condom until they're exclusive i'm sorry and if he's not willing to do that that suggests he doesn't want to be exclusive with her
0: this is ridiculous ridiculous there are, you know
1: there are going to be people who are more easygoing than us and people who are way less easygoing than us but i think that you are within your right you got to look out for yourself i'm sorry you she's do she's not on
0: birth control
1: and she's not on birth control and that's that's the pregnancy side of thing but like and disease and disease all they are. come on yeah I it's think- not a big
0: deal you know it's like it's honestly what it, it comes down to to put it in real terms it's like getting in a hot tub naked versus getting in a hot tub in your pajamas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are we back to the difference between having sex I, 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 yeah, with make conduct? it you
0: Yeah, I got to make it clear. This is, and it's not a thick. It's not like some like flannel winter pajama. I'm talking like a thin silk pajama. It's comfortable. That's
1: not the point. The okay. point is you can deal.
0: You can deal with it with wearing your pajamas. I, I get in into a, a hot tub. tub with pajamas. Yes, I don't care as long as I don't. It's not my pajama that I regularly wear. I, I would just get rid of it. I'd put it in the laundry.
1: If it's just casual sex, I'm sorry, he can deal with two notches below what it could be. Oh, no. my God.
0: You know what's one of those things? This is one of those things that fall into the category of, like, I call it the horror movie syndrome. Mm. If a guy loves horror movies and a girl hates horror movies, is a guy going to say, like, I'm? I we got to go see horror movies all the time? No. <laughs> The hater takes precedence in that situation. <laughs> You're not going to see horror movies together. Yeah. The same way the person who wants someone to wear a condom in the early stages of a relationship takes precedence. Yes. They get their wish. You don't have a say there. Yeah. Until you say, I am literally willing to commit to you to the point where we're like boyfriend, girlfriend. We may be living together. We, we were like really committed. I'm not dating other people. Yeah. He has no right. Yeah. Even if she's wrong, even if the guy's literally, he's a virgin. He's been, you know, in the priesthood for his whole life. He's never touched another woman. this guy isn't. He has no, he's been proven to be infertile. Like he's gone through tests. They're like, you have no chance of having a child. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It's her preference. She rules the roost until he is fully committed.
1: Rules the roost. Yeah. I've never heard that before. I like that.
0: Yeah. I'm not 100% sure what it means, but (laughs) I think it works here.
1: Okay. So Kay, I think hearing us rant about this might tell you how we feel about it. Her question is, is the view of both partners taking part in protecting against pregnancy reasonable to expect in a new relationship? Yes. And disease. She says, is it worth sticking around to see what happens since there is a strong initial connection? Yeah, but he can wear a condom until you both decide that this is worth investing in. And by the way, they make
0: amazing condoms nowadays. It's not like you're dealing with like, you know, wrapping your dick in like, you know.
1: Cellophane. Mr. Cellophane.
0: What the hell is that? (laughs) No one knows what you're talking about. No,
1: it's a song from Chicago.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
1: It's about him feeling invisible.
0: Oh, it's amazing that we somehow moved into musicals. It's very unexpected. (laughs) I I found a way. But what I'm saying is, is they make good condom nowadays. They make, there's like, if you go to the condom section of a store, it's unbelievable.
1: Okay. I mean, I honestly, they could be like full centimeter thick and I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. This a is not...
0: I think you'd give a shit. But that. But I respect the, the, the point you're making. My, the point my I'm point making is, is, is that, that, you- that
1: it's up to him to find a condom that works for him. And just as it's up to her to find birth control that works for her. I
0: agree. My, all I'm saying is that the Japanese make a great condom. <laughs> Tremendous. Go Japanese. I'm not
1: surprised yeah. for some reason. I feel like if I had to yeah. put my money on any country that produces oh. the best condom, it would be the Japan the always
0: does everything best. Yeah. Everything. Even the worst things they do best. Yeah. They do everything best, whatever it is.
1: She says she feels discouraged. There was no attempt at compromise or further discussion on his end. I totally agree. I agree. And to take it back to our story, we went into it knowing that we were committing to each other and therefore when we no longer used protection in the form of condoms, meaning the disease side of things, that that was after we got tested. and. That's because we were in a relationship with each other. I don't think it's too much to ask. And you can call me old-fashioned. I don't know. I find this very off-putting. Like, it's all on her. It's all on her to look out for pregnancy, to worry about disease.
0: He's looking out for himself. He's like, it doesn't feel as good. It doesn't feel as good. So I'm not going to do it, even though I've known you for like five minutes. Give me a break. They've met up four times. Four times? How many times have we met up?
1: Had we met up?
0: How many times have we met up? Up to this point right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess, how many? Oh, probably like 5,000.
1: Oh, my God. I can't yeah, even. Yeah, we're
0: way past oh, not yeah. using condoms. We earned it, though. We earned it. And that's the point. He's got to earn it. If she didn't care, then so be it. If she was like, oh, I don't care, fuck condoms. That's fine. But that's- she wants it. She cares. He should respect that.
1: Okay, I don't want to cast a sour Tone on this relationship that's in its infancy. It's a red frankly. flag. I think it's a red flag, orange at but the very
0: least. At the very least, orange.
1: Yeah, and she said that in the past it's been the same. She usually got some version of this answer, which she always viewed as a deal breaker. I don't know if it's full on deal breaker, but to me, it's orange flag, like you said. Yeah. And are you not gonna? Can we talk about it further? Like. Okay, so it doesn't feel as good. Well, are you sleeping answer. with other people? Everyone
0: knows it this doesn't feel This is something as good. I
1: have always required in my relationships. If you're sleeping with other people, you're of wearing course. a condom. I'm sorry, you are. I
0: want you to wear a condom if I know you're sleeping with other people.
1: All right, Kay. I kind of feel like sh- I'm going to say good luck to Kay because this is discouraging. I understand why you're discouraged. I would be too. But yeah. to me, that's um, it's a non-negotiable. It's not worth it. You could end up sleeping with this guy getting chlamydia or whatever. I don't know what the hot STD is now. Or sorry, (laughs) STI.
0: The trending STD. The trending,
1: yeah. And then in a month, you're not seeing him anymore. and, And it's your problem to deal with.
0: And let's just forget about all of this. This is another situation where whether this is this or another thing or another thing, mm-hmm. it's all the same. It's like if he's not willing to bend on this yes. thing- What does that look what like? What does that mean about him?
1: Totally. It not And not only what does that mean about him, but how does he view you? Right. To me- It cheapens what, her. It, yes. To me, what I get from this is he wants to have sex without a condom, and it's not even even specific to her. He just wants to have sex without a condom. If he wants That's, to have sex with her- then I think he'd be willing to do a little bit more. Oh,
0: yeah. And I'll tell you this. If your relationship with this guy comes down to one quarter of a millimeter, I'm just assuming. That's about right. (laughs) But maybe less, maybe an eighth of a millimeter. I mean, those are really thin. Yeah. And, you know, the Japanese, I make them even thinner. (laughs) But my point is, if your relationship comes down to somewhere in the vicinity of an eighth of a millimeter of latex, Mm. there's a problem.
1: Assuming she wants a relationship with him, assuming that's what this is looking like. And I understand you want to have sex before deeming it worthy. Like I understand all that, but it, what I, what speaks to me here is the lack of compromise. The fact that it's not even a discussion, it's all on her.
0: To me, and I hate to do this because it's easy for me to say from my vantage point versus hers, but these kind of things to me are deal breakers. She said that it has been for her in the past. It already ruined it. He already ruined like whatever beautiful thing was sprouting, mm-hmm. the, the seedling, someone just cut off the top of the seedling. Now it's just a stem with a root.
1: Oh. And maybe she hasn't made her thoughts known. Okay, this is a good exercise. Maybe you haven't broached the topic yet.
0: Yeah, just say, I need to know that you're not sleeping with other people. Mm-hmm. And once I know that for sure, then we can we're good. It- we can do whatever you want. And
1: it's not about necessarily like... Oh, I need to be exclusive with me in the relationship and we're getting married one day. It's more like I need to know you're not sleeping with other That's people. That's all. That's all she needs to know. Yeah. Okay, Kay. Good luck. I'm sorry you're going through this. That's frustrating. Mm. This next question is from Rose. As in the flower.
0: <laughs> as opposed to I always what?
1: say as in the so now. I'm is just... there
0: another Rose? Like like R O W S.
1: <laughs> you're making is a good point. <laughs>
0: That would be actually a pretty cool As in name. the
1: plural of the now.
0: <laughs> they're, they're, you're going to start seeing those ironic names. Oh, it's going to happen soon. I'm telling you. I think you. it's already begun. Rose, someone's going to be named R-O-W-S. That's annoying. And their life is going to be ruined.
1: <laughs> Dear Shandy, love the podcast. I need some outsider perspective on a situation between my boyfriend, 36, and me, 32. For context, I would say that he is a hypochondriac. Well, he would say that I am the opposite and will never admit when I am sick or need medicine. <laughs> I would be interested to know if he actually is a hypochondriac, if she just sees him that way, and if she actually will never admit when she's sick or needs a medicine, or if he just sees her that way. I
0: think he definitely sees her as something she's not, personally. Because, like, for example, if I was like a, a super fan of, uh, I don't know, Tom Cruise... And you're like, I don't, give, I don't care much for Tom Cruise. I would think you're a, you're a maniac. But if I was just a normal person, I was like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise movie star. And you're like, I don't like him. I'm like, oh, okay, let's move on to some other Okay, so you
1: think because he's so extreme in one direction, he can't help he it. He can't help it. He yeah. sees.
0: He's, he's at a 10. She's at a 5. He sees, you know, he, he only, he is a hammer that only sees nails. Okay. okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter.
1: Okay. as an example of his overreaction to medical ailments from my point of view, one time he burned himself while cooking and had second degree burns, Mm. air quotes around that, on his hands and asked me if I could cut his steak for him because of his injured hand. I did. But then he asked me if I could cut the pieces even smaller for him. That night he slept with his hand in a bowl of ice water for his injured hand. (laughs) I still How do
0: you do that? (laughs) I can't even I, I don't sleep in one position for more than 5 I, I'm seconds. I'm impressed
1: actually. How do you do that? That's do you a tie high pain yourself tolerance. like
0: you like strap yourself to the bed and like put a weight on your hand, wrist and stuff it in a giant <laughs> bowl really of interested ice water. You're in the
1: logistics this of how he is, did This is there's no way
0: this happened. This is insane.
1: I still tease him for this today and think this story sets a backdrop from my perspective on our current tiff. More recently than the burned hand incident, my boyfriend apparently sneezed while peeing and said some blood came out. <laughs>
0: Sorry, it's not that funny.
1: (laughs) She wrote in brackets, guys don't do this? Question mark. However, it didn't hurt afterwards, so I thought he was fine and was over-exaggerating as usual. Can you (laughs)
0: over-exaggerate? I don't know if you can.
1: (laughs) He insisted that we go to the emergency room, so we canceled plans with friends to go to the ER. Turns out he was totally fine, and it was just some freak accident with no repercussions at all.
0: Shocking news.
1: I thought this story was hilarious and told our friends whom we had canceled on. He is (gasps) very... (laughs)
0: That's an amazing excuse. I'm sorry. We would have loved to have dinner, but my boyfriend sneezed while peeing and blood came out of his penis. so
1: We had to go to the yeah, ER. sorry. He is very angry at me for sharing his personal medical information with others. I tried apologizing, but was still laughing about it, and it did not come out sincere in brackets because it wasn't. Hmm. My question is, am I in the wrong for sharing this story with our friends? Please tell me if I am the asshole here. Thank that you is consider- so
0: not the question she should be asking. The question is, Is can she live a life like this? <laughs> Who cares about her friends? It's a hilarious story. They're going to have a good story now. Well, so they're, the question they're is- They're winners.
1: This is, I kind of like these, and now I want to try and incorporate one into every Q&A, but the, am I the asshole question? So her question is, What should she not have shared with her friends- you don't think that's the question. Oh, that's are you overriding qu- her question? He
0: deserves it. This is a cra- uh, look, I'm a hypochondriac to some degree and he's you like are a hypo- out of like like he's in another league. It's like I'm a little league baseball player and he's like I don't even know who's a good baseball player. <laughs> I
1: happened? stopped watching baseball like used 10 to years know these 15 things. years
0: ago. I stopped watching. I used to know not only every player on the Yankees, I knew their like their wives. I waited in line Fourteen hours in nineteen ninety-six to watch the Yankees win the World Series. I waited in line for fourteen hours. I almost got stampeded, but they didn't even know the Yankees hadn't been in the pennant. That's something a young Since person 19, does. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Only a young person. So anyway, I did this. Uh-huh. That's how much of a Yankee fan I was. Okay. Now I don't know why even one player on the Yankees. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Yeah. Time. Time.
1: <gasps> we said time at the same yeah. time.
0: You understood.
1: I did. Yeah. Okay. I'm torn on this because I don't like the idea of, like, diminishing someone's health concerns. Like, m- maybe there was some off chance where blo- the blood was actually going to speak to a larger problem. And so I'm a little torn. I think that there's a kind of an issue with the, the boy crying wolf. Mm. And that's why he, it becomes kind of a joke. And it's like he needs to pick his battles a little more carefully mm-hmm. over what is and isn't worth reacting like this over because it just makes her not take him seriously. And maybe there will be a time where there is an actual health concern and she's going to be like, "Oh." So do you think that she's not in the wrong? She was fine to tell him. No, the I think
0: she should out him. She has the perfect right to be honest. Like this is what happened. Every time she's going to have to make an excuse like, oh, no, the cat, uh, you know, choked on a, a piece of Lego, like what, every time she's going to have to make a, a makeup excuse.
1: It's serious to him. It's serious to him where he's going to sleep with his hand in a bowl of ice cold water. He doesn't see it as a joke. And therefore, she should respect that. There, You know, we have a funny story. I won't tell the story because I respect this. But there's a funny story of something that happened to you once that mm. you found very embarrassing and I thought was hilarious.
0: Oh, I can't wait to hear.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
0: I don't. Oh, that was super embarrassing. Okay,
1: So it was very embarrassing to you. And you told me not to tell anyone. And mm-hmm. so I never told anyone, even though I think it's the funniest story ever. For me, I want to know, did he tell her, don't tell anyone? And then she went ahead and told. Ah,
0: uh, that's a that's a good good point. Yes. That's a good point. Did he tell her not we don't
1: know. to tell them? She didn't say.
0: We don't know that. If he told My her not guess to tell anyone, I don't do think that. so. He I'm wouldn't. not getting that vibe. Yeah, I'm not getting the vibe either. But she would have mentioned that. Yeah. Did she tell him specifics, her friends? Did she say that he sneezed and blood him out of his yeah, penis? Yeah, and then oh, insisted
1: she, that they go to the ER. Oh, so feeling. she didn't
0: just say they needed to go to the ER for a thing? Oh, uh, no. Because if she said they needed to go to the ER for a thing, I'm okay with that.
1: Oh no! It sounds like she told them specifically, exactly and happened. was probably laughing. And then when he got upset at her, and she apologized, she was also oh, laughing. That's a
0: tough one. I, I feel torn because it. On one hand, it's it's so unnecessary. Like, <laughs> they're probably gonna be laughing about this for ages, and like now it's gonna it's gonna trickle down. They're gonna tell friends. Those friends are gonna tell friends. The next thing you know, like eight million people are gonna know yeah. about his. It's sneezing more about the embarrassment.
1: Pain. You want to kind of spare your partner embarrassment. I'm torn. I'm really torn on this because I feel more of a kinship with her. I agree with her that it's kind of funny and it's a, you know, if you're close with these friends, whatever, but I also with, I am going to shine a light on what happened with us and something you found embarrassing, even if it is really funny and no one's going to care. Was hilarious. It was hilarious, hilarious, but you still find it embarrassing. It's no one else's business. But I've
0: also, I've, I've slowly, as time has gone on, I've allowed it to yes. spread out. Well, time, I even told the story. Yes.
1: Time does. Time
0: heal. heals all embarrassments. Yeah,
1: getting back to time. Okay. So what's our answer for her? Rose.
0: The answer is she's, she's fine. She didn't do anything wrong. And honestly, I feel, I feel that his issue may be like the, the tough medicine to take here is that she does tell people about the things he's complaining about. If they're serious problems, then people should know. And that makes him think, well, maybe I shouldn't really, you know, complain about these things that much. Oh, so you I'm going to have other lesson. people. I think the more she outs him, the more he's going to be wary about the next time he creates an issue mm. that may cancel future plans.
1: Mm. Ah, okay. So to get to the core question, was she the asshole? No. I can't. Was
0: she not an asshole? I can't say for sure. I'm
1: going with one of my very annoying, like middling answers, which I know doesn't really answer it. I'm saying 60% she's fine. She's not an asshole. 40% it's like maintaining appearances. It's like you're a united front. If it's something he's embarrassed by, it's not about his medical information, but if it's something he's <laughs> embarrassed by, she should be courteous of that and protect him.
0: I, I agree. You know what? Let's compromise and let's just say that she's a taint.
1: Isn't that the spot in your asshole?
0: (laughs) A taint. She's a taint. She's the thing between an asshole and the balls. (laughs) She's not nuts and she's not asshole. Wait, she's...
1: (laughs) So in conclusion, what do we think?
0: I think, honestly, I think it was slightly poor judgment to give the details. All she had to say was... He had he had a there situation. There was a false alarm. Yeah, he had to go to the emergency room, and and it ended up being fine. Yeah, but why give the details? Yeah, the details now everyone's gonna be laughing about that.
1: Yeah, well, well so what I get from this is sort of this element of him not being able to laugh at himself. Like the fact that he can't see the humor in the story concerns me a bit. But I also think it's recent, as we said, time heals all, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. maybe in a month he could laugh about it. But it happened right after. It sounds like right. so. I can see why he's upset about that, just from a, that's an embarrassing story, and you could have asked me first before going and telling people. Well,
0: this is the thing about phobias. It's like you have to sort of see it from the phobic person's point of view. Like, for us, it's funny. Yes. Everyone hears that story, it's funny. No one, a doctor hears that story, he's laughing. Everyone's laughing. Yes. But... When it's from his point of view, he probably was terrified mm-hmm. legitimately, so it's like like an animal like you see like a you know like an injured bird on the street and you you go to pick it up you're like and it's terrified, yeah yeah. You know? You, you're like, no, you don't understand. I'm a nice person. Yeah, don't I'm worry about it. Why you. are you being so crazy? I'm yeah. obviously trying to help you. But the bird doesn't understand. It's a bird. Yeah. It thinks you're trying to so eat it. So you think
1: his phobia is overriding any kind of objectivity? Yes. And just,
0: he's truly, yeah. like, he really feels it. It's not funny for him. Mm-hmm. He really thought he was going to die probably yeah. from this. I well, have
1: to admit, like, I have a phobia, which we won't discuss here. But mm-hmm. if you told other people about it in this, ha-ha, that's so yeah. funny oh, kind get of way. angry. I would be livid with you because that's like private information that if I could solve my phobia, if I could get rid of my phobia, I would just as I'm sure if he could be less like that, if he would be. And so, I don't know. The more I think about this, the more I think she's kind of the asshole.
0: Slightly, very slightly.
1: Again, it's the United front thing. To me, that overrides my thoughts on whether or not it's funny. I agree with you. Which is not a fun answer.
0: It's not fun. Rose,
1: I want to be on your team. And I think I'm going from 60-40 for her to now 60-40 for him.
0: Ooh. I agree. She's a taint leaning towards the butthole. (laughs) I'll say this. I think what has to happen here is a frank discussion between the two of them. I think she has to be like, listen... This thing you you have, I think we both have to recognize that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. This is not just you like having a good read on health problems. <laughs> I think she has to sit down and say, look, if we're going to spend a, a big portion or maybe the rest of our lives together, I would like to get a handle on this thing. I would like to figure out how we can work with this. Mm. Because this is the thing.
1: Yeah. For me, this is about revealing an embarrassing tidbit about your partner that maybe they They needed to have more time with before it was revealed to outside parties. And you're right. I think a conversation, maybe so he can pick his battles because it doesn't sound like he is.
0: Well, The problem is these kind of things get worse over time, usually. Oh, really? Usually. So
1: you think so? I think
0: it's best to nip it in the bud and just really start having chats (laughs) because it's funny now. It may not be funny 10 years down the road.
1: That's true. Okay. Good luck, Rose. This last letter is not a question but it was just so lovely that i thought i would include it because i didn't know where to put it but it felt like it should be shared with the shandies i approve it's also like i hope it doesn't sound just like a big pat on the back for ourselves but it might end up sounding like that but it's titled another love letter and because i doubt that she intended for it to be shared i'm just going to make this anonymous hello dear shandy slash charlene and andy I'm a single woman in my early 60s, probably not your typical demographic, yet I have enjoyed your podcast so much. In addition, witnessing the extraordinary relationship dynamic between you has been really inspiring. Couple goals as the saying goes. Early into the new year, I met a man through interesting circumstances. He had bought my daughter's home, and I had stopped by to pick up some mail for her that had slipped through the address change. She knew a few things about him during the purchase transaction in that he was a mature man with a dog, but that's about all we knew. She had nine offers, and she was rooting for him as he seemed like a very nice person to take over the townhouse, and was pleased when he continued to outbid other offers." I took him some baking as a housewarming gesture and he invited me in for tea. We had a very warm conversation, and I felt instantly at home in his presence. It was a delicate time for me as I was saying goodbye to my 15-and-a-half-year-old dog soon, and he was very sensitive to this having a mature dog himself. Over the following three months, we had a lot of texting and a few dog walks. He invited me to a small housewarming dinner, and we had established a good rapport, yet it was completely as a friendship and zero flirting, etc., He is a very active person and has several running slash cycling slash hiking friends, both women and men. By this time, I felt very attracted to him and was open to it developing into a romantic relationship, all while keeping careful to not set myself up to feel rejected. We were meeting for a coffee date one afternoon, and as I was getting ready, I could feel myself getting incredibly nervous. I put on one of your YouTube videos about how you had met. And it was the perfect story to listen to while I got ready. I felt inspired, relaxed, and so joyful learning about the circumstances and scenario you were in to end up connecting as you did. I left home in the most ideal state, emotionally and mentally, to meet up with him. And it was the day I feel it shifted our relationship into a new dimension of discovering we had potential as a couple two months later we are openly expressing love for each other and having the most incredible time this is not a small thing to say after being mostly single for almost 25 years since my divorce it's a huge bonus that i love the interior of his home i'm an interior designer and had played a big role in the interiors and furnishings in the home most of which he bought in the sale I thought you'd enjoy knowing how you two played a very positive role in my relationship experience, even without a Q&A or call. <laughs> I appreciate all the time and work you put into the podcast, and especially showing up in all of your authenticity. It's not a small thing to be so vulnerable on a public platform and the positive impact you can have on listeners' lives. Bravo and thank you. No. Isn't that so beautiful? It warms
0: the cockles of my heart.
1: Right. How cute. Super it gave cute. her confidence going into her coffee date oh, and man. now they're openly expressing their love for each other. Oh, that's the She's been single for basically 25 years, almost 25. If that's
0: years. the only good thing that comes out of this podcast, I feel satisfied.
1: Anyway, I felt like that couldn't that's just lovely. be read and then left you behind. You did the right thing. Um, yeah, I just That made such an impression on me. So lovely. That's lovely. You know who you are, Anonymous. I didn't want to use your name just in case, but thank you for sending that. Well, Andy, I think that's a wrap then. Yeah. For this On a a real up note. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of talking about taints.
0: (laughs) I mean, we could talk more about taints.
1: (laughs) Uh, Q&As. They're the best, man. They're the best. Should we just make our whole podcast Q&As? I think actually some people would be happy about that.
0: Some people would be happy about everything. Some people would be happy if it was all love fest. Some people would be happy if it was all callers. Some, you know, people who wouldn't would be happy, be happy if-, if
1: it were all love fest? This gal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the couples. It's the
0: scheduling. This, yeah. Not easy.
1: Yeah, but uh, that was just delightful. Oh, that delightful. made me so happy. Oh my gosh. Okay, well. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And leave us Apple. Subscribe? Yeah. You said that. Yeah.
0: But subscribe. Seriously.
1: Leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all the things that you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.